welcome everyone. This is episode one, day one, of a new series that we're bringing out, the Heaven series. We thought we'd try this thing called podcasting. This is a new thing for us, so we're yeah. excited about it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think we thought this would be a great opportunity to actually have a day-to-day -day conversation with people. We're talking about Heaven in this series that we're doing on Sundays, um, and you can. this is very much an accompaniment to yep. that, so if you want to check out um, the uh, messages that are releasing on YouTube, you can watch the live stream or come along on a Sunday or catch up with those on demand on YouTube. Um, and that this is a way for us to unpack this stuff a little bit further because heaven, even though you feel like it's like whatever you think about faith, it feels like it's kind of integral yeah. to, you know, whether you're a believer or you're not a believer yet, you probably have this idea that heaven is quite an important part of that faith. But actually, it turns out maybe it's something we don't think about very much or don't have clear in our minds. Yep. You're telling me about some study you heard. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, in preparation, because I'm doing the messages in this Sunday series, I've been doing loads of work on this over the last few weeks. I found a YouGov survey from the UK uh, from March 2021. And the statistics in there were just uh, amazing about people who believe or don't believe in uh, an afterlife was the way they described it. But one of the statistics that really amazed me was that people who are actively pursuing faith, so, so these are, they call them active religious people, so people who would say they have a faith and they're doing something about it only 69 percent of people who were doing that said they believed in an afterlife wow. which i thought was just extraordinary really and then you know there were lots of people in the the the, uh, the other 31 percent. some didn't know and weren't sure and some didn't believe in it at all and i thought that's extraordinary mm. and then i thought and then i was really challenged by it because i thought well how often do we talk about it in, in church, for example, how, how many preaching series have I done over the years on heaven? And probably not very many, really. And then it, it struck me that actually what we believe about heaven is really, really important. What we believe about an afterlife, yeah. uh, whether we're a person of faith or not, is really important because that actually so often determines what we do in this life right. in preparation for what we do or don't believe is coming afterwards. Yeah. So I'm really pleased that we're doing this because you can only unpack so much in 20 25 minutes on a sunday in a service we're getting to unpack it a little bit more and particularly i want to unpack the hope that uh, our understanding of heaven can deliver to us in our yeah. lives and yeah. that's something i really hope is going to come out over these 15 yeah. episodes yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so and that's that's kind of where we're beginning from today right absolutely and, um we hope if you're listening that this is really helpful to you in making sense of this hope that we have or a hope that you might not even believe in yet what difference could that hope make for your life right now and wherever you're listening to what difference could it make for the rest of your day for the rest of your evening from the moment that you stop listening to this podcast and we're going to use five questions kind of throughout this to sort of unpack each day we're going to look at something that the bible says something that somebody's written in the bible about heaven and we're going to use five questions to sort of help us unpack what it means, what difference it makes. And uh, we hope that actually using these five questions is helpful to you as well, that they're questions that you can use to study the Bible for yourself, make sense of it, or to study the Bible with somebody else. So those five questions are, what is the context? So what's going on? Like, when was it written? Why was it written? What happened before or after what we are reading um, is written. What's the context? What is the point? Like, <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does what what's actually 
trying to be said. Then we're going to ask, okay, what's the tweet? Like, yeah. what... You better explain that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the tweet? So, so if you were, you know, if you're a Twitter user, you know that you have to, uh, if you're updating your status, you've got to shrink your idea down to 140 characters, or potentially they've raised it now. It's 200 and there you something go. now, isn't it? Yeah. Because people just can't do it. Apparently. But what's the short version of that? And if you're not a social media user, it's just our shorthand way of saying, how would I shrink this message down and like solidify it? and share it with somebody else? How would I put it in a couple of sentences? So, and I think that's really important mm. because that then is how am I going to remember this? Mm. And if I have to summarise it for somebody else, I'm much more likely to remember it yeah. too. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great one. I love it. So what's the tweet? And then what's the difference? So, so what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what? What difference does it make to how I understand God, how I might understand my faith, and how I might understand myself and the world around me? And then we're going to ask the all-important question, what's next? Right. What do we do about it? Are we going to take and take some action off the back of what we've heard and what we're discovering? And um, we hope that that's really helpful for you wherever you are coming at this from. We are really passionate about the idea that everybody's got a next step that they can take in their faith journey, whether they're right at the beginning or not even begun or whether they've been journeying with faith for a long, long time. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. Should we dive in? Yes, definitely. And and I want uh, us to have this question in mind when we dive into our Bible passage for today. Mm. Where does our hope come from? And and I think all of us can be thinking about that. So even if you're listening to this and you say, look, I'm not sure I believe this stuff. I, I'm not sure I believe what the Bible says or all that kind of stuff. This is still a really important question for all of us to be considering. I think where does our hope come from? What is the source of it? We all, I think, hope in some things, look forward to some things. Uh, what does that hope where does it come from and what does that produce in us mm. so what's the outcome of that hope so if we're hoping in our you know career or our financial status or our relationship status or for a different relationship different financial whatever it is that will produce some behaviors mm. in us and a direction for our lives and i think it's really important all of us are asking where does that hope come from what's it doing and what direction is it sending me off in yeah. so that's yeah, what i want good. people to have in their minds when we look at our first bible passage for today yeah. which comes to us uh, from a guy called Paul, one of the first followers of Jesus, who was very impacted by other Jesus followers by an encounter he had with God, um, and who reflects in various letters that he wrote there in the New Testament for us on all sorts of things to do with faith, mm. including heaven and where our hope comes from. So, Becky, I'm going to get you to read uh, to us from one of those letters, a letter called Colossians. Okay. He wrote to a bunch of people in a small city on the coast of modern-day Turkey, and we're looking at Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 to 8. And I guess people can follow along with this by listening, or if they've got a Bible or a Bible app on their phone, they could be looking it up and following along as you read it to them. Right. So why don't we dive into that? Okay, so this is Colossians 1, verse 1 to 8. It starts like this. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. And it says, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people. The faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. 
you heard it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the spirit. There Brilliant. We go. Well done with the dodgy name as well, yeah. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess there are, should we do some like word definitions? Yes, first? So that like, let's actually just, so Paul says he's an apostle of Christ Jesus. Yes. What's what's an apostle? Great, Thanks. great question. So an apostle was somebody who was following Jesus, but also who had some kind of leadership responsibility. So somebody who, uh, in Paul's case, was starting churches, leading churches, uh, telling people about Jesus, but then gathering people and providing some oversight to those mm. churches. So um, uh, an apostle was a title that was used for somebody in that kind of position. And Paul was one, and there were others as well who were involved in uh, overseeing, leading, mm. setting up, starting um, churches and those mm. kind of things. Great. Am I right in thinking it means it's like the person who sent? Yes, or, it has yeah. a sending connotation. Sending. Yes, or yes, a been... being sent connotation, yeah. definitely. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, good shout. So then uh, there was another word I was going to pick up on quickly. So the gospel? The gospel, so the story of Jesus, the good news yeah. about Jesus and uh, what Jesus has done and, and the actions that Jesus took to um, uh, offer salvation, forgiveness, those kind of things uh, mm. to people, the news about that, yeah. Mm. So let's dive into our first yes. question then so yes. we can start unpicking this a bit more. So what's the context of what's being written here? Yeah. Yeah, so great. Well, it's the beginning of this letter. So, you know, we you read it, first couple of verses. There's like a, a greeting that's going on that was quite common when you wrote letters to people in those in those days, some 2,000 or so years ago. Um, and it's his letter is starting with an encouragement. So this is a section of encouragement that Paul is talking to the church about. So he's, imagine this letter's being written, it's being read out to the church community, and uh, Paul starts it with a greeting and then an encouragement. So these verses about encouragement, and he specifically uh, talks about his delight in what's going on in this church. So he's kind of like proud of them, actually, in that sort of a uh, good way. Um, and um, yeah, so so it's coming in this section of encouragement and greeting to the church. Is yeah. that would you do you agree yeah. with that? Is that yeah, sort yeah, of thing? Yeah. So they've yeah. they've received this message, this good news, the gospel yeah. from Paul or from the likes of Paul. Yeah. And now he's writing back to them to encourage them to keep going and to uh, and he's got some specific things that he starts encouraging them with, right? Yes. Like he talks about the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel. Yes. And I think you've picked sorry, you're you're looking at me like you're no. about to say something else. People can't see that, I no. know, but I can do with you you carry on before I jump in. I was just gonna say that I like the language and I'm interested in the language of the hope stored up for you, like yeah. saved for you, set aside for you, reserved for you. Yeah. And yeah. um I think we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but you go on. Yeah, no, I was just going to say when you you picked out that particular section mm. of these verses that we're looking at, that feels to me like the key thing. So when when we move on from what's the context to what's the point, mm. it feels to me like that is a really central thing to the point of, of these verses. So Paul is expressing this delight 
in what he's seen going on in this fledgling kind of church that that's growing and he's particularly excited about their faith and their love and he's saying you know like this is an outworking in their lives he says fruit somewhere doesn't he i think this is an outworking in their lives of what they've heard and what they're responding to in the the gospel in the good news about jesus and he's saying i'm really excited to see this faith and love that is growing in you but there is a source and here again i think is a really key bit which you were alluding to there the point of this is there's a source to that faith and that love that's bubbling up in them and that's being expressed mm. uh, and it's this hope and the f faith and love were not normal really in the culture of the day you know it was not a culture and society where people were kind to each other and, and that kind of stuff it just was a much more violent much more kind of judgmental kind of culture so this church is these people are exhibiting this amazing faith and, and love but the source of it is this hope and the hope that is springing up from them because of what they think about heaven or because of the way they're thinking about heaven so they are clearly uh, uh thinking talking and reflecting on this thing that is to come stored up mm. this hope that is stored up for them in heaven uh but all that they're doing this great faith and love that they're exhibiting is coming because out of the hope that they have from thinking and reflecting on on heaven and what is to come and i think that's uh, an extraordinary thing for us mm. to reflect on and that seems to be to be the the key point of these yeah. verses yeah so hope hope is um it's an interesting one isn't it it's like a word we might use a lot mm. but um i guess this isn't just um paul the guy who's writing this doesn't seem to be talking about something vague yeah or just talking about you know we might say oh i hope you know my football team win the I don't know. I wish I hadn't started this with a football analogy because I don't <laughs> care about football. I'm so sorry you for everyone listening. You hope that Max Verstappen yeah. is going to win yes, the World, world yes. uh, Formula One don't, Drivers' Championship. Don't no. email me <laughs> about why I shouldn't support Max Verstappen because I think he's awesome. Anyway. I've dropped you right in um, it there. Yeah. So the, the hope, it sounds quite specific and quite tangible. Mm. Um, like, what, what, is, what is this hope? What, what, why do Christians talk about hope and... Like, how can we unpack that a little bit further? Yeah, I, and again, I, I think it's this hope in heaven that's that's again particularly the the point of this because, you know, we can look back. Christians, uh, people of faith, can look back to the the cross, and you don't need to know much about church, I, I guess, to know that a cross is quite important. Yeah. The cross upon which Jesus died. We'll often look back to that and say, well, that's amazing, and we'll find hope in the 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 work that Jesus was doing on the cross and his resurrection three days later. But the the point of this seems to be. Paul is saying not only have you heard about the gospel the good news of that but you're also looking forward to what is to come not just what Jesus has done but actually what is to come and what is awaiting mm. you uh, on the other side of this life uh, in the afterlife heaven and that is fueling your hope and and again I think that's something I really hope we'll keep coming back to through this podcast that that Christians uh, and people who want to know what the Christian faith is all about shouldn't just be looking back to the cross, although that is amazing, but actually looking forward to what um, uh, the cross gains in for us in terms of uh, an afterlife and eternity uh, in heaven and the hope that that brings. Um, so I, I think that's, again, what, what Paul is observing in them here. 
Um, and and I find that challenging because I don't know how often, again, I'm talking about church world and Christian world, I don't know how often we mm. talk about that, certainly not as often as we look back to the cross, mm. which again, I'm hear me right, not saying isn't important, but I think I think um, we haven't done a great job of looking forward to what is to come and, and enjoying the hope that that can bring to us. Yes, and I love, what I'm excited about unpacking further in this series is that we are talking about what is to come not what we fingers crossed yes. might be to come yeah but that there's this promise set before us through um the new testament the the bible and all the letters and uh, accounts of jesus's life that are written after the death and resurrection of jesus that there's this promise set before all of those writings that um there is a heaven that there is a hope for that heaven that it's going to be good and that it's a promise of something that we haven't yet received, but we will, we will receive. And yes. that is secured for us, that's saved for us. It's very tangible. Yes. And that's one thing I'm excited about going through this conversation is um, how do I make that more tangible a reality in my own life? Like, what does that mean to yeah. really fix my hope there and not just in something, oh, I, you know, I hope in 10 years time, I hope next month, I hope things will be better, but there's something I know is secured for me in yeah. the future. Yeah. 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 So that kind of brings us to what's the tweet? How how do we condense this down to what's the the encouragement, the message that Paul is sharing with us here? Yes. So here's 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 my go at this, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um uh uh the goal of uh, the Christian life is to to bear fruit to to grow in a relationship with god and growing exhibits itself in faith and love and the source of that faith and love is hope mm. and that hope can come from looking back to the cross but also forward to heaven that's not 250 mm. characters yeah. so i've got to get that much much more reduced so um faith and love the mm. source of faith and love is hope mm. and hope comes from the prospect of what awaits us in heaven. Mm, okay. How's that? So you're saying the source and faith of faith and love isn't us trying harder. No. It's us drawing from the hope we have in heaven. Yeah. Now, that's pretty interesting because that's yeah. different from how we think sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, wow. Absolutely. Cool. And I think there's a, a total consistency in, in the whole message of Jesus, both the looking back to the cross and the future to mm. to the hope of heaven and the hope that both of those things brings. It's not about us. Mm. It's not about trying harder uh, or hoping for the best. You know, as I'm doing, as I'm saying those, again, people can't see, but I'm like yeah. screwing myself up in a little kind of like, you know, fists clenched because I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to try really hard to it's a hope. <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's often what we, we what can come to us when we are trying to stir hope in ourselves or mm. create hope or whatever. It, it, like we have to work really hard at it. Mm. If I want to hope in in money, I've got to work really hard to earn it. This is different. This is a hope that's already, I think you said, already secured mm. both from the cross and from the prospect of what happens and what is awaiting us uh, yeah. in heaven. Yeah. So I think maybe we've accidentally answered the next question, which is what's the difference? Yeah. How does it how does it change how we understand something about ourselves, something about God? Is there anything more that you wanted to say about what's the difference think, on this? I think when we live with heaven in mind, mm. then it changes how we how we live. Mm. Um, and so I just would want to encourage all of our listeners today to be uh, living with heaven in mind, 
which is going to lead us to the what's next. Yeah. Well, how do I do? Well, we've got to find out a bit more about heaven. Yeah. In, yeah. In that, that's what yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's that's amazing, isn't it? That Paul's saying that if you want to be somebody who uh, demonstrates more faith and love and experiences more faith, love and hope in your life, then the place that you want to look is to heaven. Yeah. Um, and that the, the the way we look at heaven and what we believe about heaven changes the outworking of what it means to be somebody of faith yeah. in the now and that it actually changes us yes that he- what we believe about heaven has the potential to change us absolutely so absolutely i feel like it's pretty important that we go on this journey together <laughs> uh, absolutely i think it's really important that we do that and i really want to encourage people if they haven't yet listened to the the first part of the series or, or watched it on youtube mm. to, that's a great what's next because in that i i've tried to unpack that question of well if heaven is only what i've ever seen on the telly or been taught about you know floating around on clouds playing harps all that kind of stuff that doesn't feel very hope inspiring mm. to me we need a different uh, understanding of heaven that comes straight from the mouth of jesus and his friends and followers and that's what we're trying to unpack over this series so again a great what's next if people haven't checked that out go and check that out because i think um that's where we're going to try to paint a more exciting picture of what heaven is like brilliant so we hope that you'll continue on this journey with us we hope that you'll listen again we hope you'll go back and watch that message if you haven't watched it before and um if you are on facebook we have a uh, an online community group uh, abc online community um which you can join that group you can request to join that group and that's a great place to talk about some of this stuff if you've just listened to this episode you've appreciated it you want to talk with some others you have some questions why don't you head to that facebook group if you are on that platform and um it'd be great to get to chat with you there and uh yeah we look forward to continuing on this journey Brilliant. thanks Becky. Great. Cool. thank you chris it's all right <laughs> Good.